It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic, episode 308, sure. This every episode opens this way. I'm so sorry. I don't know what episode it is. And I'm here with Jeff and Tim. Jeff, who wasn't here last week and who also didn't listen to last week's episode. I have no alibi. Fucking <laughs> A. And I even did my homework. Like. Yeah, it's really. You did your homework? I did. Of course I did. You did it Finally? last week? Or did you, did you take the extra week? I took the extra week. Okay, okay. All right. So, well, yeah, I did. I watched so, so, Yeah. Bruins yeah. talk on hold. Yes, yes. Tell us. I I enjoyed it. I actually did. <gasps> I, I, I wasn't. I mean, you guys played it up, but at the same time, I didn't want to expect too much mm-hmm. because that's just how I go into it. Like anything that someone recommends, I just try to go in even keeled, no good, no bad. Just go into it. And I, I liked it. I'll end up seeing the second one. Oh, my God. <laughs> so so for those of us who uh so if you're just tuning in and you haven't tuned in in a while the assignment was to watch guardians of the galaxy and he liked it Tim i did liked it. <laughs> um i i i hear in the second one there's a baby groot and i'm a little bit excited for that because it's, it's not a quite baby as awesome group. as full-grown group, but it's pretty great. They make it. <laughs> I absolutely adored Baby Groot. I really did. It really. I mean, it's just like it. I just love Baby Groot. I'm kind of wondering what their what, what indolent teenager Groot is going to be like in Infinity War, but uh... <laughs> I think that they're not going to. I think he's going to be back to adult before then, but because he mm. seems to grow pretty quickly. But we'll see. We'll see. We don't know. We don't want to give away too much because Tim enjoyed this, so we're going to have him enjoy the next one, and then he's going to tell us about how much. Who is your favorite character? Just tell us. Honestly, my favorite character was the raccoon. Ro- Rocket. Rocket, yeah. He's he's the man. I I could watch an entire movie of like just him. Mm. Mm. Like, I... I, I and when you guys told me that um, there was a talking raccoon. Um, <laughs> I was just like, "How is this gonna play?" But it played. I was, I was when I first heard about Guardians of the Galaxy, there was a talking raccoon and a talking tree. I'm like, "Uh, no." But then saw trailers and was like, "Yes." And of course, Chris Pratt is a human golden retriever. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, for me, it's like talking raccoon and talking tree. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> I mean, this is like, this is like my life. <laughs> and they made him badass. They like made him a badass in in the movie. So like, and it was Bradley Cooper who voiced him. Yeah, that that's mind boggling a little bit, just because I don't. Well, think see, well, that's it. Badass. Why cast Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel for those two voice roles when you can't tell it's them ever? Apparently, Vin Diesel fought to get that. Vin Diesel, like, acted because Vin Diesel's an uber nerd, right? You know, he plays a lot of Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, reads comic books and whatnot. Which, incidentally, Dave Bautista, also uber nerd, collects lunchboxes. Um, Dave Bautista would collect lunch. 
Yeah. Um, that, but he apparently like fought to get the role to, just to say I am Groot a bunch of times. Yeah, and and he said it in multiple languages. He said Ich bin Groot. He said <laughs> You'll say Groot. You know, and uh, in his various ways. And for no particular re- no particular reason, he still did it as Baby Groot for number two, even though they had to do things to his voice. Obviously, um, they, they didn't have to do too much to his voice. He really worked on his voice to do that. I saw something he about just it. Just breathed lots of helium. Is that it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know that. Look, he's an actor. These are mysterious things that happen. But he's also a Vin Diesel. Yes, I, but <laughs> look. If he says that he worked on his voice and didn't use voice modulation that much, I'm going to agree with him. I also wasn't sure how uh, Batista would do, just because I used to watch wrestling, and I know Batista from wrestling. And just, there are sometimes wrestling Batista was really, really bad. Oh, no, no, no. When you watch the second one, Diamond Dave is... um, He's he's gonna be the next rock, I'm sorry. He's actually like really funny and his timing's fantastic in, in, in Guardians too. Interesting. Yeah, I just with him But like he's he's his comedic timing's fantastic. I think there's he's gotta he he's not gonna be the rock because um no one could be the rock. I'm pretty sure he's also older than the rock too. Okay. But um he's got that kind of maybe not that scale, but that sort of vein of potential. Yeah, I really I really enjoy him as Drax. It's really great. Yeah. You know? Just yeah, with 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 Batista too, like when he was in wrestling, there were like he wasn't there were times where he wasn't the greatest with the promo and speaking and things like that. And you were just like kind of bored of him. But I'm glad that he yeah, it actually worked out well for him. So Now, I have a couple of thoughts here. One, I just want to say that uh Gamora and Nebula, that is how sisters are. Oh, I have a sister. My sister and I are just like that. <laughs> However, you say that 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 um, uh, relationship is uh, most of the build that reaches that conclusions in, in Guardians Two. It's only uh, there's not a lot as nearly as much of it in the first one. That's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna let him dig for that. <laughs> now, Tim, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. Okay, yes, obviously. You know what? I'm not gonna assign you Guardians of the Galaxy because you you have you have grabbed onto that. You know what I mean? You That is on you. You will do that. You'll enjoy it. It'll be great. You'll come back and tell us. Okay? But okay. what I am going to assign you is... No, 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 no. I think he needs to watch the other ones, doesn't he? You can see... You don't need to watch anything else to see for Ragnarok to make sense. That's true, I guess. Because I, I didn't really like the other Thor movies as much. Oh yeah, I mean, well, Thor two is best not spoken about, and, and Thor one's fine. Uh, <laughs> and the best thing they did was they got rid of that dead weight, Natalie Portman. Oh okay. I can't stand it. But... Also, what I found interesting is they didn't even address the absence of of Sif. They quickly killed off the Warriors three, but not even mention of Sif. Just like no, no, she didn't happen. No. Yep. <laughs> okay. Which is great. She was awful, almost as bad as Natalie Portman was. <laughs> yeah no no i'm gonna go i'm gonna go a little bit different on on this assignment ready deadpool you gotta okay. watch deadpool is wait, wait you, he hadn't seen deadpool yet oh no I, I haven't no you know what it's like okay so yeah deadpool is next on the list um logan's got to be on that list somewhere too then but we'll get there i didn't wa- i didn't see logan i, I just haven't I it's not it. you know 
funny like these other ones, but it's excellent because it's a Western, except he's got knife hands. That's interesting. <laughs> well, see, I'm trying to set it up so that he doesn't have to watch a lot of, like, um, exposition. Again, again, it stands alone, which is why it works. I mean, I you could watch Thor Ragnarok on your own. You could just see that, you know. Um, well, let's say Logan works on its own. I'm like, well... Logan works well on its own. It doesn't need any of the rest of the uh, of any other X Men movies to work too. Much like Deadpool does, much like the Ragnarok, much like Guardians, they all stand on their own. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that he enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think he will enjoy Deadpool because even though we talked about it so much in so many different ways, in 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 a vein, it is similar to. Um, to uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and that it's uh, irreverent, it's funny. Uh, in, pla- in places, it shouldn't be funny. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> yes. There's a death by Zamboni. Come on. <laughs> I mean, the actual death by Zamboni is off camera because it's, it's just funnier to not include it. But um, which is, you know, an important thing of understanding comedy. It's like, no, no, you don't necessarily need to show the payoff. The, the, the buildup's more important in some cases, like in this case. I guess I'm a little surprised it took me this long to watch it, though, too. And just, I know not all comic book stuff is, like, the same, but I like all the Netflix comic book shows. Like, mm-hmm. I dig that. So, I, I guess... Very I'm a different more... animal, but... <laughs> similar, but different. And it's not exactly the same. There are elements that are similar. Um, but, you know, like, uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of, um, it's a little more far-fetched than the other things. But it, it's... Yeah. It's great. You know Incidentally. what I mean? I read something. It was a. Uh, it was on a uh, New York magazine rating the top thirty superhero movies since um, uh, Blade One was released. But you know what they did? I think presumably so they wouldn't blow up the blow up the top five. Was they deliberately said that Guardians and Guardians Two counted as sci-fi and therefore weren't superhero movies? Oh, that's bullshit. Ah, it's such bullshit, right? Because they're the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what that means? They're fucking superheroes. And sci-fi, and comedy, and just generally fucking awesome. How 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 are superhero movies not sci-fi? How are they not sci-fi? What was number one on that list? Do you remember? Um, it was not really a ranked. It was just the thirty best. Oh, okay. Um, but there were some things that I did weirdly. Like they ranked Iron Man two awfully high, and Iron Man two is fucking. Oh, awful. it's awful. Yeah, but you said I thought you said they weren't really. It, well, if it's in the top thirty, it, yeah, 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 it, it wasn't specifically ranked. Like there were they didn't cash numbers. Right. Um, you can sort of infer based on the list they were in the order they were in the list, but like, like really, like Iron Man two was ranked higher than Iron Man one. They did rank Iron Man three best of the three Iron Mans, I think. I assume inferring order, which I'm on board. Iron Man three is great and why badly underrated. But um, yeah, I would say that if Tim ever decided to do the Iron Man movies, right? Oh, I've seen them. Oh, you have? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then why am I doing this? No, um, Iron Man two should never be watched. It's just you don't need it. It, it isn't even necessary for the for my my grand overarching how you need to see Iron Man, Cap, Cap, and Avengers movies all together. Because they're thematically bound together so tightly, Iron Man Two is unnecessary. Yeah, completely and profoundly. Yeah, you, you don't you don't need to see it at all. Was Was Dark Knight on the list? Of course. Okay, but... um, all, all three um, uh, of the um, uh, Nolan Batman movies were on the list. But not Batman versus Superman or Superman versus Batman, whatever it's called, right? Yeah, yeah. Nothing involving Snyder made the list except for one. Except for Wonder Woman, he was only you know an EP on it, right? So. 
Mm-hmm. Well, well I, I, I heard Batman awesome. vs. Superman was fucking awful. Yeah, and I have heard... And it sounds like Justice League is better than the trailers made it look, because the trailers looked awful, but that's not saying much. It still sounds... Isn't there going to be, like, an Aquaman movie now, too? Isn't he going to have his own after? <sighs> Who the fuck knows? Well, Jason Momoa... Hmm. He can have all the movies he wants. I don't know if it's on Netflix US, but uh, Jason Momoa stars in a, in a series called Frontier. That's uh, yeah, sort of it's, like, it's on. Yeah, there. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was Netflix because it, it was specifically a, a related it was produced related to Canada 150, which is why I wasn't sure if it was on. Mm. Watch it. I enjoyed it. Mm. I was a little upset when it ended because it didn't feel like it was time for the season for the season to end yet. Mm. All right, so since we're a hockey podcast. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we should probably talk about the hockey. Um, I enjoyed that. I'm, I enjoyed that Timmy enjoyed the movie. We will we will try to um, curate his, some movie choices. like And where he can, you know what? Tim could come and ask us, you know, what we think. And that would be great, too. But we are going to probably have to talk about some hockey at some point. Or people are going to lose their minds. So, Boston Bruins. Some people like them, I guess. Including us. Now they haven't lost <laughs> their minds already over the <laughs> Well, <laughs> Well, you know, the fact that um, Super Creechy uh, turned up in the lineup again this week uh, might uh, be a tie-in to the whole superhero theme that we were Creechy came back and we promptly won two games. Yeah. We, we won two out of three games on the California road trip. Like, yeah. seriously, when's the last time that happened? I think that wasn't happening when the team was good. Mm-hmm. We fucking killed the worst coast. I mean, we lost the we, we lost the game against the bad West Coast uh, California team. But Krejci wasn't in that one. Yeah. Exactly. No Krejci in that one. No Krejci, no Brad. Krug left partway through. No Bjork. I could go on. It makes me sad. But then, then we beat the Kings and the Sharks when Krejci came back. All right, so since you hit on all the other parts, I guess we're all done. <laughs> oh, look, there's, 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 there's details. Like, this is you know, this is sort of general. It's like, holy fuck. I'm just really glad they beat the fucking Kings. We could have, they could have lost the entire road trip except for the Kings, and I would have been fine with it because fuck the Kings. It's kind of how I feel about them at this point. I, I just, just don't have nearly that kind of... Animosity? Passion about the Kings. Um, you know, I get a little disgruntled that uh, the, the Kopitar won uh, the Selkie uh, in 15-16 um, over Berge. You know, not quite as salty as I am about Taves winning in 12-13 uh, in, in over Berge. But, uh, you know. Berge should have them all. Well, yes. Absolutely. He should be, Berge should be coming up on, you know, six. He should have, he should have just won his sixth straight as opposed to his fourth overall. Well, but, you know, they're just going to name it after him at some point. So it's fine. It's going to work out. Oh, exactly. You know, so we're okay. But uh, anyway, so. Look, I have expressed my frustration over Krejci and injuries. But I at least acknowledge that I understood that when Krejci was in the lineup this year, the Bruins performed better. When Krejci and Bergeron were together for, what, two whole periods of play? Not, whole, not two whole periods. A period and a half. Like 10 minutes of play. <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes of the season. Our team probably looked freaking awesome. So, so, But suddenly we have the two of them back for for in, for games. Like the first two games, we've only had them for, for both of them for a full game. These two last games. Yep. 
And it, it, just a reminder, everyone that complains about Krejci, yes, he's injured a lot, but, you know, just his physical presence softens the blow. Um, granted, it's because, of course, you know, Krejci's absence has been made worse because Spooner and Backus were both out, so we had no alternative or even a third-line center. We had plethora of fourth-line centers. Yeah. Um, but now with Krejci back, it's not so bad. And a lot of those fourth-line centers are, you know, fringy third-liner guys, potentially. But um, And it turns out when you put people who can score with Krejci, we can actually win a game. Who knew? <laughs> well, that's just it. That, 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 that DeBruskin Solaric on his wings, that's uh, I think I want to see that longer term. Like, that was – they're both, you know, bigger bodies, right? They But with some speed and some crash and some bang – they're not quite, you know, him being surrounded by a by a pair of bears in the form of Luch and Horton, but um, but you could put you potentially when everyone's healthy run into a problem where they're doing that because do you put Bjork on the third line at that point and not put him with um, Bergey and Marshan? Well, then there comes the question of Heinen, who frankly Heinen's play style I think is actually a better fit for Bergey and Marshy than Bjork is. Are you trying to take away the hockey vampire? No, no, I'm not. I'm just saying he's like, oh my god, we have an actual excess of top six caliber wingers now. Like, holy fuck, guys. Like, this is a big deal. Like, like, Heinen is at 10 points in 15 games. Didn't make the team out of camp and has been really good. He's been, like, through through, through all the nastiness of late, Heinen's been a steady, steadily positive force you know we just saw Solaric and Solaric we already knew from a teaser last year that Solaric had had clear had chemistry with Krejci and was gonna and, and the right sort of player to be on Krejci's wing and this and, you know and so it gets it's, it's great we have if people start coming back I think this team is going to make a lot of noise after having watched what I the parts of the game I didn't fall asleep it didn't fall asleep on the couch for last night because of course it was at you know middle of the fucking night this game was being played it's almost as if Letting the players develop even through injuries is a good thing. Who knew? Shocking, right? I know, but, you know, you have to understand that a lot of fans just expect things to just work. They just, like, out of the box. You know, it's like you put a battery in it and it works. That's not how prospects are. You know, there's something interesting that sort of kind of relates to that is uh, last week, uh, Down Goes Brown... So, you know, Sean McIndo had a, you know, he has this one comedy article nowadays. He only does the one a week now at Sportsnet. What was it? The, the GMs that are on the hot seat. Somehow he described uh, Sweeney as being, one of the, as being one of the ones on the most blazing hot seats. <laughs> I don't think so at all. It's like, yes, this team has been struggling and, and, and been not great, but it's because of injuries. No GM gets fired because of injuries. No, at least they shouldn't. No GM with a competent president above him will fire him because of injury. And that's the thing, wait a minute, I just want to touch on that for a minute, because even though I think that we've talked about injuries to the point where we've beat a dead horse, we have buried it, we have dug it back up, and we're beating its skeleton about injuries, okay? I feel like a lot of people are just glossing over that, you know, and it's like, no, you actually do need people like Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, David Backus, as much as people don't want to agree with that, you need these guys. You need Ryan Spooner. You need these guys to anchor your lines in some way, right? And when you're missing, you know, so many of those pieces. And let's just put Tori Tori Krug. Okay, Tori Krug in there, too. (laughs) You know, it's like you're, you're missing more of these pieces. And it's like we get some back and some come out. And it's just very, very frustrating. And I don't understand why people think that when you're missing your key veterans who've played, I don't know how many 
combined years in the NHL. When you're missing those guys that you just think you can just patch it up with like players from Providence and everything is going to be fine and dandy. Also, these guys are the these guys, you know, specifically um, uh, Krejci, Bergie, Marshy, and uh, Krug are the guys your team is built around. Yep. You so see, you pull those out now. Suddenly, you know, you're taking a bat to the Jenga stack, basically. And when it call, when it flies across the room, you're going to be upset about it. What the fuck, guys? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't understand how Don Sweeney could be on uh, on like the hot seat here. Uh, because none of this, this is not his doing. His his doing this year was, we're bringing up the young guys and we're going to develop them as they play. Uh, but we have enough veterans that we can do that. That was the that was the idea, right? That was really yeah. the idea. And it's a good idea. And I, why would he be on the hot seat? You know who's on the freaking hot seat? Or should be? Mark Bergevin. Oh, fuck our Bergevin has to be his, his seat has to literally be on fire at this point. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, 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 like if he fart, he, he was mentioned in pretty hundreds, but like his seat's so, his seat's so hot right now. If he farts, he's going to catch fire. Um, you should lay off the poutine. You're probably right. Um, <laughs> or should we give him more? Also, actually, let's take a moment to, 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 to things like this team just won two or three this week. He has, are the only team to have lost in regulation to the Coyotes. Okay, let's have a good laugh about that. (laughs) 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 It's always a glorious day to hate the Habs. (laughs) Like, like, uh, it's, it's, it's bad. Like, I'm both laughing and I feel so bad for Claude, but it's like, no, you work for the Habs now. You're kind of dead to me, but I love you, Claude. Also, not only did they lose to him, (laughs) It was like a 6-5 game, so they still scored five goals and lost. <laughs> and and um, they're saying, oh, Carey Price is just a minor injury. Oh, by the way, we're claiming Indy Niemi on waivers. <laughs> Those are conflicting messages. <laughs> was it like 2011 anti Niemi? Niemi was good all those years with the Sharks. Um, but that's about as much as you could say. Well, I, 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 I think I don't have the year right, maybe, but I think he was a, he was a Vezina finalist the year two go one, I believe. Okay. Yep. All right. I mean, look. At one point, he was good. Maybe exactly. not great. This hasn't. He hasn't been good since he left San Jose. Nope. And they means. got rid of him for a good reason. Yes, they did. Because he wasn't and, good. Uh, and Dallas bought him out for a reason. Because he wasn't good. And he's on his third team this season. Because he's not good. <laughs> that This has been the segment, he wasn't good, and he isn't good. <laughs> I'd also like to point out people who wanted Matt Duchesne on the Bruins. Apparently tonight, for the Senators, he was benched during a five-minute major power play. <laughs> things aren't going well in, in Ottawa. So, uh, Bruce, you what are you doing face? there, brother? <laughs> <laughs> um, what part of yeah. his face says anything about, like, he gives a shit about anything anymore? The scar? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he is a Bond villain, and Bond villains usually um, are characterized by uh, nihilism. Oh, so... no, I was talking about Matt Matt Duchesne, not, not uh, Guy Boucher. <laughs> well, uh, you, yeah, Chief. Sure. <laughs> Apparently, Duchesne's not playing very well in uh, 
in Ottawa. I know Bruins Network tweeted out about how he's play, still playing uh, slow and not hard. And Meanwhile, yeah. Matt Turris has been off to a pretty good start in uh, since moving to, to Nashville. <laughs> Kyle. Turris. I had the last name His right. Brother. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly – I had a week off, and I'm clearly a lot of sorts now. This isn't right, working right for me at all. Uh, I, I will say the what? best hockey game I have ever watched was, of course, a 1-0 affair between – between teams coached by Claude and and, and Bush and, and the and the Bush, but um, generally speaking, that's yeah, yeah. Claude game seven. The, Bush. <laughs> the best hockey game I think probably ever to have aired, despite being a one zero. Oh, um, that game was beautiful, and they let them play. The penalties weren't there. Everyone oh. played that game perfectly, and the Bruins won, so it was just top fucking notch. And it was like a game between like million year old goalies because it was Thomas and Dwayne fucking Rollison, who was I think forty at the time. <laughs> and Dwayne was so good that series too. Yep. Like it, that 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 was a beautiful series. I remember after watching the first two games of that series, how thinking I was, oh god, we're gonna loop, go out and I'm so dumb, Johnny Boychuk. But then that worked out okay. He said like those two like, apocalyptically bad games, and then remembered how to hockey. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I think that um, Claude and uh, Guy Boucher. Does does Guy Boucher speak French? The name like Guy Boucher. I kind of hope he doesn't. I want <laughs> from like South Texas and like I am Guy Boucher. <laughs> Guy, Guy Boucher. Guy Boucher is a, is a francophone. He was uh, supposedly he was the coach of the um, uh, the Habs affiliate before he was hired by Tampa, and was generally considered as the um, uh, heir apparent for. Um, I think it was Jacques Martin was their coach at the time. <laughs> okay, so if he gets fired from the Senators, the the Habs could pick him up and have him as a coach. I'm just saying we don't want that to happen. No, no, because he takes he sucks all the joy out of hockey. He's a hockey dementor. Yes, that's right, Guy Boucher, <laughs> hockey dementor. But I was going to suggest that uh, that Claude and, and Guy Boucher have a. Um, have a radio show and it would be Crazy Claude and and the douche. I mean, the <laughs> Crazy Claude and the douche. <laughs> here on here to rock your Saturday morning. Woo! <laughs> it's supposed to be the boosh, but it works better as the douche. <laughs> Crazy Claude in the boosh. Uh, I, I'm just saying that, you know, the Habs need to make sure they have plenty of uh, francophone um, coaches in the line, just in case. Poor Claude. Well, you know, I mean, uh, was it, um, uh, oh, no, uh, Mandy did ask on Twitter today, um, uh, no, 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 Ben asked on Twitter today, why, how does Bergevin still have a job? I mean, my reply was, um, and this is obviously the answer, is... Uh, he speaks French. Yep. Il parle français. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's no secret it's no secret but my question tim was more specifically because you would think that a guy with the name gerard gallant would probably speak french and he doesn't speak enough french or well enough to address the french speaking media in habsville so that's why i asked because you know he was not even looked at uh, as far as i know uh, for the habs job so and if he was it was a quick minute and they were like no um, and it's not... Remember, they only hired, they only fired Terry in at the time they did because Claude was available, probably. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, of course they did. Yeah. yeah. They're not, I mean, they're stupid, but they're not, like, insanely stupid. I don't know. They're just stupid. Given that opportunity, it's like, oh, Claude Julien's available. Yes, you make that happen. Right. That was sort of like how, I mean, it would have been, it would have been 2011, maybe, when um, sort of, uh, where, where, where rather abruptly, um, well, just after the Caps fired um, uh, um, Boudreau, the uh, Ducks wasted no time, dumped Carlisle, and hired, hired Boudreau like three days later, and there have been no rumblings that they might have been inclined to can uh, Carlisle at the time. Interesting. Isn't Carlisle back there? Yes, he is. Okay. I was just checking. I, You know, sometimes <laughs> I, I, I miss who's on the coaching merry-go-round, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's beat that dead horse about injuries. Let's just go over the lineup of injuries again, okay? So, uh, let's just remind people that Ryan Spooner is still injured. Yep, he was. He didn't travel with the team. He had been scarring to skate with them before uh, they went on the road trip, but he didn't travel. Krejci, of course, was uh, still out through the Anaheim game, but came back for the Kings game. Yep, yep. Um, and he, yeah, he's played two games since then. David Backus is out till January, and presumably so is Adam McQuaid. Yep, <laughs> yep. So uh... and then Marchand and Bjork did not travel with the team. They were quote unquote dinged up or whatever it was. Was what the it was nicked was, up. What, uh, nicked up was what Cassidy said. Yes. And then they didn't travel with the team. And then after the Anaheim game, we're both put on IR, which means that they are also ineligible to play Wednesday against New Jersey. Um, because four game, minimum four games for IR, right? So hmm. it's not retroactive in this case. Well, no, because they hadn't missed any game. It might have been. They may have been retroactive over Anaheim, but they would have been. Doesn't but but um, uh, Jersey was still the game four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They're just not going to be there. That's fine. Actually, you know, uh, the the following morning on uh, Bobby Debergi, I had. Uh, posited that it was good that they weren't knocked up because that's a much longer IR stint. Yeah, yeah. Um, it all depends on how long one's in pay- Ultimately, it depends on how long one's employer pays for maternity leave. But uh... yeah, and um, you know they decided that Bergie needed to retire and be the um, the nursery manager. Um, and. <laughs> It went off the rails from there. So, so yeah. you're saying that I've missed some good things uh, of late. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes we, we really get the, the crew back together, you know? So, uh, and we have hijinks. But anyway, uh, yeah, so they're nicked up. We don't know. Uh, we know that Brad had an, uh, a concussion and came back for a game, right? It was just one game. I have to game. assume he's concussed again. Or it just, like, he came back too early, which yeah. is something that happens. It, you know, you can be feeling fine and... As I've said many times before, many of us have had concussions. You can be feeling fine and overdo it, you know? Uh, So, uh, and then uh, Anders Bjork got laid out by um, that piece of garbage, Tom Wilson, right? No, no, it wasn't Tom Wilson. I'm sorry. It was Matt Martin, that other piece of garbage. Oh, Yes. Different game. Toronto games. I I blocked those Toronto games out. I pretended they didn't happen. Right, right. Well, helped that I wasn't on the show right after them. That, that, that actually helped me to forget that they were a thing. Right. Thanks, VA. Well, you didn't see them, right? Did you? Or you just um, forgot about them? Yeah, I, I saw part of one. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just important to, to note that Anders Bjork got laid out by a piece of garbage, uh, who also looked to have injured himself at some point, uh, so he had to go down the, hun- the tunnel after that. Um, and Bjork hasn't come back since, you know? So you have to assume that it's probably concussion or something he really well, laid him out no i mean remember because the team was traveling so they stayed in boston now they're they're at because you know because they have a few days off they're back in boston for a few days before going to new jersey maybe we'll start hearing here hearing about these guys practicing with the team starting to, as soon as tomorrow we'll see right but that's not saying he didn't have something like con- concussion we don't know what it is 
I don't yeah. even know if it's upper body, lower body, middle body, middle earth. I don't know what it I is. are. Yeah, nicked up. Uh, <laughs> nicked up. Okay. Yeah, and they don't then, seem uh, to. They don't seem to 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 weigh out the same, do they? No, no, okay. No. And then um and then of course Tari Krug um uh, left partway through the Anaheim game and then missed both remaining games on the trip. Yeah, and he's listed as day to day, and I don't know what his injury is. Now, interestingly related to that, Rob O'Gara has actually looked decent this time around compared mm-hmm. to the last couple time time he was up. Paul Postma has continued to be not good. No. So I kind of have to wonder if in the events that Krug's out for a bit longer, if they're going to call up one of the other lefty, they're going to call up someone else. Who would they call up as a lefty? Okay, well, um, well, there's options. There's Grizz. Is Grizz um, left or is he right? Oh, Grizz is left. Okay. As is, okay, Zaboral's injured now, so he's not an option. But Lauzon and Johansson are also lefty. Well, at present, the Bruins have no right D prospects because both Carlo and McAvoy are full time at the big league, with the big club. Well, that's not true. That's not true. They do have one right D prospect, but it's Cam Clark. He does not count by any measure at this point because he's, of course, still in the, still at Ferris State. Um, okay. Well, look, you know, it seems like you're like drowning in the things, or you don't have any. So, right D is always a tricky one, right? And and this team does have a plethora of NHL roster right D, but one of them is Paul Postma, and another one is a um, LTIR, Adam McQuaid. Um, I miss Adam. <laughs> I have very mixed feelings on Adam McQuaid's absence. I I, I don't love... I, you, yeah. you miss him! Right now, you miss him. I agree that he is a better option to be in this, in this group than uh, Postma or even O'Gara, yes. I didn't like the way the pairings were set up with him around, and I fear him coming back, so he may end up with a Kevin McQuaid, a Kevin McQuaid pairing, which terrifies me. Oh, it's Killer McQuaid. Killer McQuaid. Even though we have no need to designate him as that. Just Killer McQuaid. It's great. Except that's probably a really awful pairing. And I say this as someone who likes Kevin Miller and has a soft spot for Adam McQuaid. I don't ever want to see that as a pairing on the ice, but I feel like it's going to happen when McQuaid comes back. Um, because McAvoy and Carlo have been... Breaking Carlo away from Char has been a good call. I think Carlo McQuaid is a good pairing. Now, Carlo Cruz, Krug is a great pairing. And McAvoy-Char has been great as well. <laughs> I miss the mega defenseman. I mean, last night, it was, last night O'Gara and Carlo were a pair, so it's like twelve. So, so it's, that's that's you know that's some serious wingspan because both of them have um, as uh, Kirk Ludicky used to point out, both of them have this weird physiological thing where their arms are, dis- are, are 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 overly long even relative to their heights, which means combined they have like the full width of the ice wingspan. Yeah, yeah. I but I I didn't see last night's game that much because I was tired. So. My my dog said it was time to go to bed. We'll do that. Yes. Yeah. I miss Chara and Carlo. Because Charlo was fun to say. And I felt like Carlo was more important. I, I, I just feel like a... a I, I understand. I just feel like a, a Carlo-Krug pair is more balanced. Maybe. Maybe. But anyway, 
let's not let's not dwell on this. So, uh, um, Krug's out. Don't know what's going on day to day. And what else were we talking about? Is there any more injuries? I feel like there's always more. Um, I think we listed them all. Um, and you know, because of all these, Jordan Swartz is still on the NHL roster, which is not a good thing. He's 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 been a plugger. He's 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 been he's been a fucking tryhard. And power to him, but you know you can see why he's a career AHLer at the age of twenty six. Well, look, he's getting his shot, right? I will say it's been nice having Chari back too, because that means we've had the the Nash Shaw Nash uh, Schaller, Achari line back together. Sure, they're playing as third line, not ideal, um, but well, that's a fun line. Yeah, uh, you know, the other night, um, I don't know if you saw that the the thing that went down. Was it? Oh, it was against the Kings. Yeah. So, um, first of all, I love that Acharya came back because uh, I just love seeing him go out there and hit people. Uh, but did you see that the other night um, where Achari might have made contact with uh, Quick, um, and Quick was kind of skating backwards and fell down backwards, and then uh, basically, who was it? Andreoff was like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." And Charlie's like, "Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't want to do that. I mean, it was like it was it was not a slew foot or anything. It was just like kind of if if he did anything, he just kind of clipped him a little bit while skating by. And I don't think it was purposeful yeah, because he turned around, and he saw him fall, and he was just kind of like, I don't know, you know. There were people on on Twitter who thought like, oh, you, you need to drop the gloves there, you know, because if you're gonna, you need to be very clean. Keep your nose clean. Don't do that shit, you know." I don't really know. Clean, but drop the gloves. Well, uh, because you know he's basically he was saying like, uh, oh, well, if you did that to quick, you got to drop the gloves when Andreev comes off and comes after you. You know. I don't agree with that at all. You're not under no obligation to fight whatsoever. Uh, I, I I'm not sure that he did anything. That's the only reason why I'm. Kind oh of yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm just saying in general, even if he had, I don't really have the view he's under under an obligation to fight. And I say this to someone who likes a good hockey fight. I think now see because I think the code's bullshit. But like, yeah, okay, the guy challenges you to fight. If you're up to it, fight him. Be a man. But if you're not feeling it, then don't. <laughs> yeah, that's like the unwritten rule shit in baseball. You hit our guy, we're gonna hit your guy, and it just ends up turning into a major mess that no one wants to be a part of. It's stupid. Fuck the code. Yeah, I, I don't know. See, I, I disagree with the with that in the way because I feel like you know if you just diffuse the situation by just fighting then it's not going to keep happening just drop the gloves do it you know you anybody can kind of just wrestle somebody into like a like a grass thing and then the minute you go down they pull you off you're not you don't have to take too many in the uh, punches or anything you just have to go for it you know and i know it's a it's it's a move to not only knock you kind of uh, to to kind of like physically injure you for a little bit or to knock you out of the game for five minutes okay and i will concede you know Chari's not a player that has to consider I'm hurt, actively hurting my team by being off the ice for five minutes. He is a fourth line wing. Yeah, he is a good player. He, he is a good player, good at what he does. But you lose him for five minutes, it's not the end of the world. He wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have risked getting an instigator because he obviously wouldn't have instigated. So all those reasons, okay. I'm. I just think he's under no obligation. If you don't want to fight, you don't want to fight. It's... But but I can say like he just came back from a broken finger and he probably just doesn't want to fight. Yeah, yeah what if he fights it again? Yeah, so so it's like I I get it. He's probably got pins and needle or pins and plates in his fingers. He doesn't want to fight. He probably didn't even really do anything. But Andreev just decided to go after him a couple of times. So it's like like I don't know. I just feel like sometimes just diffuse the situation. Just go. 
And then, and that that's it. Do you want Bergie to do that? Well, Bergie's only going to do that if you really fucking pissed him off. You know what I mean? And Bergie did get into a little bit of a scrum the other night. Uh, it was the same game. Uh, and basically, I don't know how Bergie ended up going to the box and Kopitar, who grabbed him, it was just trying to, like, I don't know. He wasn't trying to stop him from doing things, like, in a proactive way. It was just, like, he had him in his grasp and they was, like, tussling with him a little bit from behind. And it's just, like, how do you send everybody but Kopitar to the box for that? You know, because there were, like, there were things going on. It was, like, Achari and it was Andreev and blah, blah, blah. And, and I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Achari. Anyway, Bergie went to the box with somebody. It, it was kind of bullshit. And I was, I made a comment. I'm like, oh, apparently Andre Kopitar doesn't get to go to the box. Because it's illegal or something. <laughs> well, he also gets to win awards that he doesn't deserve, so mm. might as well not go to the box when he deserves to. Well, you know, joke's on him because he looks like Frankenberry. Um. <laughs> 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 One thing I did want to point out about the last two games, too, is uh, McAvoy is kind of coming along really well, I think. He uh, played 27 minutes one game and 25 in the other. I mean, that's pretty crazy for a kid who's, you know, 20 years old playing that much top pairing minutes and he got points in both games yeah also something interesting is uh i don't know about the anaheim game but i do know um Bileski, of course got was, was scratched both um against the kings and the sharks while jordan swartz played well he he, he played in anaheim oh probably because crazy wasn't playing yet yeah but like get- yeah uh, but subsequently he was scratched over swartz Matt Bolesky is done with Matt Bolesky in one way or the other. Sometime between now and June 15th is no longer going to be a part of this team. However, however it ends up happening. I agree hundred percent. I, I think that his time is pretty much done here. Um, for the most part, uh, when you're getting scratched for uh Schwartz there, that's, that's kind of telling. I heard something about how the blues GM was in Providence or in town or something like that. Oh, that's because they're, they're one of their their goaltending prospects, Jordan Binnington, is plays for the the P Bruins right now. Oh, is that like when uh, Smith was over in Iowa? Yeah, yeah. Jordan Binnington um, is uh, you know is is, is the he, he and McIntyre are, are are rotating right now, and uh, he's on loan. Remember that this happened? It was weird at the time, but I figured it was just because they wanted to give make both McIntyre and Vladash starters. Right. And by make by put it by sending Vladash down to east down to um, Atlanta, he can be a starter as well, get more play more play time. And I guess um, I saw a tweet earlier today from um, Mark Diver. Yeah, um, Armstrong was there because he was already in the Northeast. He was in Montreal for the GM meetings, and then he was checking up on some on some prospects of theirs at a, at a game at Northeastern. Okay. And then went to Providence because, well, they have a goaltending prospect playing for that team right now. Okay. I, I wasn't sure what was going on with that. And I, I thought, well, you know, we have a GM in town looking at things. And if you're getting rid of Bliski, you're probably giving up something else too. I would prefer to give a pick with him, but. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Give like we have a lot of prospects right now. I'd rather play, see them play out some, right? Whereas I think picks are kind of expendable now because we have a pretty stocked prospect group. Right. Well, you know what? I was just trying to put two and two together, and guess what? They didn't work. One of the twos was an imaginary number. Okay, so we can move on. Yeah, uh, Bolesky, not very important uh, to the bees right now. And as more and more people come back from injury, he's going to be less and less important and scratch more and more, and they need to act on that as soon as they can before his value becomes absolutely nothing. With Heinen's play, uh, there's no way they're sending him back down. 
Solarix looked really good these two, the couple games he's played here. So he may make it more complicated, too. That's two additional wingers, plus eventually you're going to have Brad and Bjork and Bacchus all coming back. All the bees. Um, so, yeah, that's that's going to be game over for, for Bolesky of Toronto. It's too bad because when Bolesky signed here and since being here, he really seems to enjoy Boston and playing for the Bruins. Like, just kind of, like, stuff he's done on Twitter and things like that. Oh, he was all in from word go. Absolutely. So, I'm kind of disappointed that it didn't work out the way we'd like, just because of that. He seemed to genuinely want to be in Boston and enjoy well, you know, I see, I see, I mean to him here, but, uh, you know, again, and, and everyone on Twitter seems to forget this. That first fucking season, he was every penny. Yeah. And, and everyone's forgotten that now, it seems. Everyone only ever talks about how a disaster that contract was. Like, guys, Bolesky was extraordinary that first season. And we were liking that. Like, even when the contract was signed initially, people thought it was a pretty decent contract overall. It wasn't. And again, that first season, first line possession, second line production, third line pay. Mm-hmm. That was great that first season. Well, people have very short memories. That's all, you know? I hope that if. I hope that if he ends up somewhere else that it just kind of took a change of scenery for him to kind of get back up. He he seems like a good dude overall, and you hate to see like just like bad play and injury kind of creep up like that. And even with him playing badly, there is a lot of things about his game I like. It's just nothing's coming of it. I mean, basically, uh, the best stuff that he's done uh, in the last few games that he's played was when he just kind of... Um, played enforcer (laughs) 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 because he did it for good reasons so it's like it's not just like i just want to fight you just because it's like no just stop stop picking on that guy well that's the thing is that is one thing with this team right now is with adam McQuaid out we don't have a guy to be that right um and yes okay you know oh enforcer you know shouldn't you shouldn't have enforcer like no you're right you shouldn't have someone who's designated enforcer but you still need a guy who is going to take care of business when the time comes. And while we all know Kevin Miller can, he can tear a man's spine, spine out through his throat should he show choose, he's much more valuable if he's not doing that. Right, right. Like, when, <laughs> when Bjork was taken out by um, by uh, Martin, basically Chara, and I don't know who else it was, I can't remember, was just like, come on, let's go. You know, they they were looking for Martin, and Martin didn't come back for a while. And by that time, it's like, now let's just focus on losing this game. <laughs> See, that's the difference between a designated enforcer, enforcer and just knowing when to enforce things. Well, yeah, but the problem is you need a guy that can do that but is still expendable enough that you can deal with him being out for five minutes. Or, you know, if he gets dinged for instigator five minutes and not going to break the back of your penalty kill, which is kind of what Adam McQuaid's for at this point in his career. Um, still a useful player, but not catastrophic when he does that. <laughs> But Chara, Kevin Miller, that's not a good use of resources with them. <laughs> right. Well, I just wanted to point out that Boleski has dropped yeah. the gloves a couple of times. So um, so he's <sighs> useful in that way, we'll say. Paid way too much for that, but yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? You got to take what you can. And, it, you know, at that point, we were at critical mass with injury. So we can't have more more stuff happening. But anyway... Um, maybe we should move on to some other things. Oh, one more thing, though. One more thing I just want to say. Two weeks ago, I, I went on that lengthy talk about, about Zach's initiative. He's taken right off since then. So, like, um, 
did I make it so? <laughs> All right, Jeff, you were right. Let's move on. <laughs> this week, they announced that the Winter Classic, the night, uh, the. 1919. Let's try that again. The yes. 2019. The 1919 Winter Classic will be played. No. Uh, at Notre, I mean, they still... I mean, they could still have played at Notre Dame in 1919. Yeah, they could have. Um, but more importantly, uh, we're in the 21st century, and it is uh, 2019. The Winter Classic will be played at the big stadium at Notre Dame. And why? why do we care about this? Because the Chicago Blackhawks are totally playing in it. And so are your Boston Bruins. Right, okay. More importantly, yes. Um, <laughs> so I, I, have, I have two thoughts on this matter. On the one hand, really, Blackhawks, again. Yeah. Also, fuck those guys. Yes. Um, on the other hand, oh, you know, the Bruins have so far had this nice habit of knocking it at, knocking um, uh, Winter Classic jerseys out of the park, so... I'm looking forward to that, yes. <laughs> now, this is something I wanted them to do because they're playing at Notre Dame. I want the gold helmets. I oh. saw that on Twitter, and I agree. I want the gold fucking helmets. Oh, my God. I, just, I, can't, I can't even <laughs> pretend to want to care about this conversation. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I laid it out last week in the episode that Jeff didn't listen to about what I feel about uniforms and how yeah. we can spice up that talk. <laughs> but oh god, do I? Do you need like five minutes to talk about the uniforms? Well, no, because we don't haven't seen them yet. I'm just saying this, like you know, we we can expect something awesome because that Bruins have previously done so for Winter Classics. Maybe yeah, they have. Maybe I should take next week off, and you guys can talk about what you want about about the what you want to see in the uniforms. <laughs> gold helmets. Oh god! Seventy fifth anniversary with gold helmets. <laughs> yes, I love the seventy fifth anniversary jersey. Oh, passionately beautiful, beautiful jerseys. The stripes. The stripes. <laughs> pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Someone I know has a 75th anniversary uh, Andy Moog jersey. Oh, wow. Okay, you know what? I, I just want to say one thing, okay? Again, it was I happened to be listening to Puck Soup, and they were talking about uh, Dave Lozo. I feel like sometimes he's my spirit animal because he will say something, and I'm like, Dave, I couldn't agree with you anymore if I tried. He, he was like, you know, things that, that hockey fans care about Things that hockey fans care about, that other sports don't care about, right? Um, and maybe this is why it's like yeah, with the NFL with their colorized jerseys, I could not give less of a shit about them. I just oh, don't like them. Yeah, most. I actually wish the Bucks color rush was our normal red jersey. <laughs> you know, so it's like it's so so like the people who like hockey, they they obsess about jerseys and jersey changes and jersey designs and and the things. Oh my god, the Winter Classic! You know, they're gonna change the jersey for it. And I'm just like, oh god, these are the things I don't care about. Like it was fun at first, like we would have a little little banter about it and whatever. And now I'm just like, oh my god, I don't fucking care. Like if I could wear like the same outfit every day and never have to think about what I had to wear, I would do it. I would. I would like totally buy into that because I 
that's just I don't have that gene. I don't have that gene to care about it that much. And that's how I feel about hockey. I feel like we the hockey fans they care about that and it's just like I maybe I'm just not a hockey fan. I, I maybe that's it. I'm just not I'm I'm not. Other sports have tried to adopt the more jerseys too. Like the Red Sox have like four that they'll wear during the season. And then like they have the specialty ones like on what is it? The uh the um Memorial Day ones where it's like camo in the numbers and then the the uh Fourth of July ones have like stars and stripes in the numbers. But the Red Sox do have like on the if they play on Friday night on the road, they wear their navy blues. And if it's at home, they have a red jersey that they wear on Fridays. It's like designated for that. Anyway, that would a classical be the most interesting thing to happen in Indiana since Indiana ever. Eight? <laughs> It'll be an interesting thing to happen in Indiana. Uh, s- since the Four Horsemen. Are you talking about Notre Dame? Yeah, yeah like Dame. in like the early 1900s, yeah. That. Um, well, I think some people are excited about the Indy 500. Not me, but, you know, like people like that. Mm. They shouldn't. I mean... The big thing is this: this game will be great for Anders Bjork. Get to go play at the at the big arena at his alma mater. Well, at the football stadium. Oh, his alma mater. He's gonna get to he's gonna get to walk through the locker room and slap the "Play Like a Champion Today" sign, which they probably didn't do as a hockey player. Hey, I didn't even know they had a hockey team until a couple of years ago. So. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, Just give me the gold helmets and I'll be happy. You know, okay, actually, I do want to amend my, my jersey talk for just a minute. I just want to say that the new uniforms, the new Bruins Road uniforms, they're, it, it's not gold. It, it should be gold. It's yellow. It should be gold. Okay? That's all I want to say. Looks kind of green to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if it were green it would hurt my eyes less <laughs> but it wouldn't be black and gold still it would be black and green eyes less sensibilities more <laughs> I mean might as well be the... <laughs> alright so well be the North Dakota hockey team out there with the color pe- colors I've only seen one winter classic which we don't want to admit is the winter classic because oh yeah, and I yeah. actually watched it with both of you, which was pretty. Exciting. I know, really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the most memorable thing about that game was I got my finger stuck in a beer bottle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I could be totally cool about this, or I could admit that I got my finger stuck in a beer bottle. And I think I just admitted that I had it stuck in a beer bottle and I had to go get it loose. But anyway. Um, I, uh, that's why I'm not allowed to, eat, to drink out of beer bottles. I'm supposed to pour, and that's how it goes. Um, it's a good thing it wasn't a can. <laughs> would have sliced I, your finger off. I actually wouldn't do a can, because I know that it would hurt. So, it's like the beer bottle is, yeah. Okay, so, um, so yeah, so I've only seen one Winter Classic with the Bruins, and... The first one I was I'm, amazing. I, I think I'm really scarred for life. I mean, I've seen that one, but, like, as a replay, like, years later. You know what I mean? 
I mean, that OT um, uh, winner fight by Sturm was a, oh. this was just dope. He, it was it was perfect, and the celebrate his celebration after was perfect. It was just great. Oh, it was the stern faciest of stern faces to ever stern face. It was, <laughs> and I remember the day after that game, we had a huge snowstorm here, and I drove back to campus in the snowstorm because I had to work the next day on campus. <laughs> Marco Storm, the men's national. German ice hockey team coach. I feel like all those words are the right ones, just not necessarily in that order. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's a choose-your-own-adventure <laughs> sentence. <Nice>. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We could. We should make magnets. <laughs> People can put them any way they want. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's where I am right now. I'm all tired. Uh, I'm tired. I'm bitchy, and um, and Jeff's pissed off at me. So it's all good. <laughs> Jeff's reminding me he's really tired because it's an hour later there. Um, I swear to God, Maine, if you switch to Atlantic time, I'm gonna don't be... do it, Maine. Don't fucking do don't it. Don't fucking do it. Well, Massachusetts is only supposed to do it if everybody else in New England does it because it doesn't make any sense. It's my understanding there's been no discussion of it whatsoever in the other four New England states. Because they're sensible about yeah, this. Yeah, New Hampshire, Vermont, New Hampshire, Vermont, Rhode Island. No, and then Connecticut's like, no, we really can't afford to be on different time than New York, thanks. Um, yeah, that would, that would make no sense. <laughs> yeah, that would make no sense. So so those, they're being sensible about that subject. Let's just, yeah, yeah let's put that. So um, yeah, so Massachusetts isn't going to do it. And I don't think Maine will either because Maine probably has the same kind of condition. It's the same caveat as uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it, they, basically, they basically will do it if Massachusetts does it, I think. Yeah, so Jeff, why don't you petition to get um, wherever you are? <laughs> um, I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I will make it clear from my perspective <laughs> New England going to Atlantic time would not be a bad thing for me um, because then Bruins games would start on time <laughs> at 7 rather than 8 which would be swell but see we all have to change when it's just, just you guys have to change <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, to be quite clear, Atlantic time fucking blows. It really does. Um, you know, a game played in this in, in, in against the Central starts at 9 p.m. What the fuck is that shit? Actually, a game versus the Central starts at 9 p.m. for us, typically. No, no, it, 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 it does about the 8, yeah. Unless no. it's on NBC, SN, BBQ. Um, because... Yeah, because that's, yeah. <laughs> that's like... Hey, it's an eight thirty start, but we're gonna talk about shit and not make sense for like forty five minutes, and then p- drop the pod. It's like, oh, it's an eight thirty start, but you guys want to listen to to to, to um, uh, Mike, Mike Milbury say Mike Milbury things, right? No, no, actually, oh, no. But he's calling the games now. Uh, he, oh, he's he's the color now, right? Yeah, yep. he's he's in the booth with Doc. He's actually, than... yeah, he's not that. He's not as bad as you think he would be, but he but he doesn't talk a lot. Oh, that's good. That's perfect. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was not a fan of of, of Eddie Olchek's um, uh, 
um, um, color either. Really, I just hate everything about NBC broadcasts. Let me talk about gambling for a little bit. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go call the horse race. I mean, that's Eddie Olchik, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I can't, I, I hate, I hate Doc Emmerich's voice. I, I just, I want, I, I want, why, I want Jeff? To I have no idea why you think that way. I, I want to light Milbury and Pierre on fire and laugh at them while they sit there, while they twitch while burning. Oh my god, I wish somebody would write a song, make a song of that. Twitch while burning? <laughs> I want to light Pierre and Mike Milbury on fire or whatever it is. <laughs> okay, so anyway, they're awful. We hate them. Don't switch to Atlantic Time. Really, just like the only person on their broadcast that's, that's worth the meat they're made of is Liam McHugh. And he's just fine, I guess. <laughs> Twilight should hire Chance the Rapper. <laughs> <laughs> that's an S and a K and a J. So that's a no. <laughs> How are you going to do that hockey? <laughs> all, the players, How are you do that hockey? all the players have uh, names that have 30 letters and no vowels. <laughs> so that's where we are. The hockey player, did they did hockey things. They did the thing there. And, oh, I love it. But let's talk about that power play. <laughs> I've got an interesting point about that. Okay, I'm not going to go anymore. <laughs> anyway. I want to talk about the offense. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. You should do it. <laughs> you should be part of their NBC, SN, BBQ, WTF. Why not? It would make it so much better. I would actually listen to it. Um And... uh there was one thing I wanted to say. Yeah, they didn't pick up Andrew Ference, and that was a mistake. And um, there was one more thing about that broadcast. Oh, I like Brian Boucher when he shows up. Yeah, well, when he's there, but he's not a regular, you know, uh No, he's lineup, usually like... the second crew uh, if they're on the road, and sometimes he comes in to the studio. But, like, you know, it's, it's uh, Jones there, whatever the fuck his first name is, is not good. Jonesy. Jonesy yeah, Jones. He's, he's, he's just, like, present. Um He's got about as much personality as a wall. I mean, to be fair, he's there to, you know, I assume just like sort of like balance out the amount of awful personality when he's in the room with, with Milbury and Ronick, both of whom are just awful human beings. <laughs> hmm. I don't think that Ronick's awful. I just think he's dumb. He's entertaining dumb. He's, he was on One Life to Live once or twice. That doesn't surprise me. He wanted to be an actor for a while. Jeff is like making all these faces. I just love it. <laughs> um, anyway, I know what all those words mean. <laughs> you can take those and make those magnets. <laughs> you can take those and make them magnets and put them in any order you want to. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So I like Brian Boucher. Yeah, he's not on a lot. And guess where Brian Boucher's from? I don't know. The world. Planet Earth. He's from Rhode Island. Okay, so... I mean, uh, obviously that was where I was going. I was just going to give you the satisfaction of being able to say that. <laughs> I was giving you the satisfaction of saying it. It's not mean. He's from Rhode Island. So, anyway. Uh, okay, so we should... Right. Winter Classic. 
Uh, people are excited about it. Yay. Jerseys. Woo. Gold helmets. Oh. And... Yay, Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. Indiana. Nah. One has to assume Mellencamp is playing, is going to play the, the, the one of the intermissions or something. Oh, no. It's probably um, some other group like A Simple Plan, who I'd never <laughs> heard of till that day. Oh, but, I mean, but if they're doing they want... it in Indiana, it's like it seems like a no-brainer to get Mellencamp in. It's I just like, want that's what you do. I just picture like the cast of the middle being at this game and just going nuts at the stadium. <laughs> you know that this is the last season of the middle, right? Yeah, I'm sad I'm about. Very, it. very sad. But that's a whole different pod- podcast that we'll talk about. That. Um, what was I going to say? No, uh, I really, you know, I would like to play. Um, that stadium thing, that, that Winter Classic. Fugazi! Come on, let's make it happen. I don't think they play I'm on board. Anymore. I'm on board, actually. Yeah, that would be great. As long as it's not Simple Plan again. Or, or, um, freaking, let's not, let's not do Dropkick Murphys again. Like, I mean, that's, it's Boston, we get it, but it's overplayed. So let's not do them. Yeah, if you're doing it in a third party play area, you gotta, you gotta build to the, to where you're, where you're doing this, right? Yeah. That's it. So, I mean, okay, it's Indiana. It's not so much you can do, but, you know, find a way. Are there any hockey fans? Get the Zambonis. Get the Zambonis. That would be perfect. Five for fighting. Oh, God. (laughs) I play the piano. (laughs) I sing about people growing old. Superman! He has the live. <laughs> oh, I hate them so much. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're not planning the NHL awards. Come on. Um, we'll talk about that stuff as we get closer. We should uh, probably talk about... Ooh, what should we do? Um, should we do listener contact? I mean, like, people have talked to us. like, And I have a couple I of things. Specific. Oh, you do have some things? Okay. I do. I have written them down. In which area? (laughs) (laughs) I did write down notes for the episode. I wrote down things that people tweeted at us. I wrote BBBBB a lot. And then vegan like a million times. (laughs) That's generally how I took notes when I was in college. So I can't say anything. And I drew things. So (laughs) it's been a good episode. Um... And I don't okay yeah so so basically I was trying to write vegan in a way that would make me excited about it because there wasn't a way <laughs> vegan vegan equals joylessness to me um so it's like and they tell you about it when you didn't ask <laughs> I'm sorry it's not it's look if you can be vegan like you can say like totally vegetarian and vegetarian I'm down with but vegan just does something to me so I wrote it a million times. That's not important. Oh, I did write I, down Grizz Lauzon and uh, uh, or Grizz Lauzon and uh, Johansson. So I did, and Rob O'Gara a couple times. So Kyrie yes. Irving attributes his intelligence and his newfound gloriousness this year to switching his diet to a vegan diet. Really? Yeah. I thought he was going to attribute it to telling some guy to suck his dick. Okay. Well, there's that too. <laughs> Fifteen to know since not losing a game ever again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
No, never mind. I'm not even going to go along with that next thought. Uh, we're going to talk about what people have written to us this week. Uh, we got a couple of comments on Twitter. Uh, basically, uh, we, we got one from Jaya Ballard. That's a new one. Yeah, a new person. Yeah, she she wrote KPD. Block Jeff because Jeff showed KPD how much he makes as a rock doctor and the numbers scared him. Nice. This is this is the thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I you I, just make bank and KPD is like really really frustrated with it. Yes, that's where where the gist of that was. Just go with it. Yeah, I said it could be that or that KPD was too sad that he didn't have PhD behind his name. KPD PhD. Bam. Yeah. And then Carson Hockey. Hey, Carson Hockey. We know who he is. Hey, I like that guy. All right. <laughs> he says, I hope fucking schedule talk is going to become a regular feature. Oh, I'm glad someone's a fan. And Jeff, you responded to that one, so you didn't know that that was there. That we were going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Well, fucking schedule talk. It'll be it'll be there when it's a frustrating set of games. It'll definitely be there for that. I think that's good for for frustrating games, as was the fucking West Coast. Mm-hmm. And the extra. Oh goddamn. my god, we have the Canadian road trip that's going to happen. Oh, that's yeah. Fucking and, Canadian road trip. And I mean, to be, fair, to be fair, the Western Canadian road trip was like the high water mark for all the, all things I ever achieved in the uh, in, 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 in 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 sexy schedule. But oh. you know, all I can't right. do that. I can't repeat that. So, <laughs> oh my God, we're gonna have to have a sex. Uh, we're gonna have to have a schedule talk. Um, um, walk off. Showdown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or something. Um, yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> mic drop yeah sure there we go we're gonna do that um so anyway there, there's room for that uh we can do that oh jean catherine jean catherine wherefore art thou everyone send me your puns yes oh. she she sent the uh what what was it was it hair today yeah or what was it what was it i yeah. enjoyed it you did it was a dad joke me scroll through the depressing alcohol tweets. <laughs> Here we are. The depressing alcohol tweets. Are there like other? Are there happy ones? Exuberant ones too? No, it was like it was. It was uh, me and Ellen going back and forth about like injuries and just putting gifts of alcohol, um, or gifs. How the hell you pronounce that shit? Um, it was here we are. Oh, here we are. Oh, puns, puns, puns. Samir puns. Yes. All right. So it comes to that time where we have to determine what kind of schedule talk we're going to have. Well, well, listeners. <laughs> We've uh, got a, we have a, a light week this week. Starting off on Wednesday at 7 p.m. At, uh, at the New Jersey Devils. There's not a lot of exciting things to say about that, but as a Halifax Mooseheads fan, uh, you get to see Nico Hichier. Hichier. Thank you. <laughs> and the Devils are first in the Metropolitan. Yeah, that's weird. 
Those sexy, sexy devils. They are. I mean, I mean, how can you say no to that goober of a face that Taylor Hall has? Seriously, Taylor Hall fell out of the ugly tree and hit every single fucking branch on the way to the ground. He left no branch unsmacked. <laughs> Don't forget about Jimmy Hayes. Oh, that's right. Old friends, Jimmy Hayes and Drew Stafford. I was going to say, yeah, Drew. What do you think about the... What do you think about ginger goaltenders? Uh, they're from Marblehead. <laughs> <laughs> All of them? <laughs> well, that one is. <laughs> All right, so. And then on Friday, at the Garden... At, uh, it's the Black Friday manatee game against uh, the Penguins. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize what a clusterfuck of awful that was. Yeah, that sucks. Because it's like, I'm used to seeing like the manatee game between like the Bruins and the Rangers, and it's kind of fun. It's, like, yeah, it's usually Bruins and Rangers or, Bru- or Bruins and, and Red Wings that day. But the fuck it. <sighs> and, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. What network is it on? It's on NBC, which means it's going to be unwatchable because we're playing the Pens. Oh, oh fucking NBC. Okay, so, yes, I, fucking weird. schedule talk. What the fuck is this bullshit? Giving <laughs> us this one o'clock game against Pittsburgh, and then Sunday, we even have a game Sunday, at fucking five o'clock. Why do we have a game at five o'clock against Edmonton? Why? Why? Yeah, well, Why? Actually, right. What the fuck is that crap? Yeah. Like no, no. Like, like I'm assuming I'm assuming that, that the Pats are playing then, which means who the fuck's gonna watch that game? No one. Not even Ed- Edmonton's probably gonna be watching the CFL freaking Grey Cup that day. I mean, to be, and, well, uh, it's Toronto and in Saskatoon. Yeah, people might actually be paying attention to that game. Okay, yeah. So um, fucking no one knows. No one knows. And they're just trying to like hide McJesus when he comes to town, but like. That's, uh, you know, that's, that's old friends Luch and, you know, spurned lover Matt Benning are going to be around. And, and, no, okay. Uh. <laughs> I mean, jeez Louise. And Chris Kelly is still practicing with them, but in the end they didn't sign him, even though supposedly they were going to. Yeah, yeah. All of this is off. All of it. I can't believe that that Friday game is making me think, like, maybe I should go shopping. I don't want to go shopping wow. on Black Friday. Why the fuck would I want to do that? Well, by one o'clock, everyone's gonna be asleep anyway because they've been shopping since five a.m. So, I mean, you're good. <laughs> no one will be out at one o'clock. Fucking on NBC, like playing the pen. Like I get it. Okay, Bruins and Pens are marquee teams. Keeping they play, of course, they're gonna put it on NBC. But like, for fuck's sakes, I am not thankful for that NHL at all. No, you done screwed up this time. Y'all done gone fucked up. I would rather watch a hundred color rush games on Thursday night football than watch that fucking game. I would rather watch the Coyotes play the Panthers than that game. <laughs> I already said what I'd rather do. <laughs> I would rather watch Buffalo play also Buffalo. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no, Buffalo. Oh god, I think Buffalo and the Coyotes would be worse, don't you? I'd rather see Buffalo's affiliate and and the Coyotes affiliate because those are two te- those are teams that weren't good enough to make Buffalo or the Coyotes play each other. That's what I would rather do. Anyway, so fuck the Pens, fuck NBC and fuck all of that. Yeah. I, I got to say I really enjoyed this ca- uh, this point counterpoint thing. 
Um, where it was like sexy and then it was angry. I love it. It's like hate sex. It's great. It was hate fucking. It's, it's hate, hate fucking. fucking. <laughs> <Woo-hoo! Yeah. laughs> the best kind. There let's, we go. Let's hate fuck the schedule. <laughs> On our way back to the perfect season. So this episode's name is going to be Hate Fuck, isn't it? <laughs> no, I was actually going to call it Super Crazy. Oh. Mm. No, it works too. I, Super know, Crazy. I mean, Hateful. look, we do, get, we do get more listens. It looks like we get more listens like immediately when there's like some kind of sexual thing. <laughs> You know, or if you say time traveling dick wizard or carrot dick or something dick. <laughs> at least we at least we put it at the end of the episode so they have to Maybe we should call it super crazy dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think super crazy hate fucker is what it should be. <laughs> I don't want to give him that kind of reputation. <laughs> so anyway, I feel like I feel like our tagline should be a, a Boston Bruins, a Boston Bruins and Dick Joke podcast. <laughs> Boston Bruins Dick Jokes by Bo- Boston Bruins Dick Jokes for Boston Bruins Dick Jokes. I don't even know. I'm going some insane. fun sprinkled in. Let's just do a really quick bare necessities and then head out. Of the episode. I can't believe it. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be so much shorter. Uh, yes. Okay. So, Bare Necessities. Ta-da. Who wants to go first? Well, I just finished the Valentine, so I might mix it up, see what speaks to me for Wednesday. Um, that said, I will not be drinking during uh, the game on, fr- on um, uh, Friday on account of living in Canada. I have work. You're not missing I- anything. Also, yes. <laughs> I would rather work. But you could keep something in your office drawer, right? Oh, I'm sorry, they'll, they'll be right near the soil samples and the rocks. Not not untrue, not untrue! I'll keep rocks in my drawer, thank you. That's for writing me to an implement and emergency liquor. Um. Okay, see? That, That's the I... iodine. That's not alcohol. <laughs> they look very different. I've never <laughs> been tempted to drink iodine. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so uh, so you admit that you keep liquor at work. Okay, good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Emergency rocks. Emergency rocks. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't they melt? Get it? Liquor on the rocks? Ice? Joke? Uh, Not your best work, Tim. Not your best work. <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. Um, this whole episode might not have been our best work (laughs) I think we learned a lesson Uh, we don't record after the Pats game that's late Um, anyway okay Uh, so Tim what what about you I'm sticking with the uh, good old white claw hard seltzer I'm digging it it's pretty good and because the variety pack comes in four, comes in grapefruit, which is really not great. Lime, which is a little bit better. Black cherry, which is pretty good. And then raspberry is the best one by far. It usually is. That's the way I look so, at it. I generally drink them in that order because that's how I, that's the order I like them from least to best. So at the end. You should probably start with the one you like more because then when you're drunk, it'll matter less. Yeah, but then when I'm drunk and drinking the one I like the best, I'm just like, yes. This is more. But then, like you're, you're like you know have full you know functionality. You're drinking the one you don't like to start with. Well, it's true, but I just want. I'd rather get it out of the way. 
you're done, drink it, done, over with. And then go to the good stuff. You do you, Tim. You do you. Shine on you, crazy diamond. <laughs> YOLO, DM. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the episode title right there. <laughs> I don't even know where Jeff is anymore. <laughs> you done killed him. <laughs> um, all right. I actually have not had a drink. I think since the night that I went to see Thor Ragnarok, which I have not talked about with Jeff adequately, will not do so tonight, and uh, that's okay. What's that thumbs up for? He liked Thor Ragnarok, if you didn't know. Anyway, I haven't had a drink since then. Not, I don't have a problem. I'm not trying to quit or anything. I just haven't been drinking. I just haven't felt like it. But I will tell you what my bare necessity is. Headphones? <laughs> no. I mean, for the NBC game. Oh, God. It's earplugs, Tim. Oh, that same thing. <laughs> Jeff, are you okay? Yes. Okay, Jeff is prone and he wants to go to sleep. So I will just say what my bare necessity is. It's my puppy. Her name is Vegas. <laughs> and she is the most adorable. She goes to sleep during hockey games. She wears hockey things, though. And her name tag is a Boston Bruins tag. And that's a thumbs up from Jeff because this is a podcast and everybody could hear that. Um, <laughs> of course, everybody could hear my thumbs up. It's the loudest thumbs up there ever was. Right, <laughs> right. So, so um, yeah. Um, she, I got her from MSPCA, and there's a part of me that hopes, but I don't think she will be. But there's a part of me that hopes that she'll be part of the pups and the pucks and pups calendar, but probably not. But. I don't care. I got her from MSPCA, and I'm very, very happy. And she is so adorable. And she's a pit bull. So she's doubly adorable. Yay, anyway. Pibble. Huh? Yay, pit bull. <laughs> Yay, pit bull. Um, yeah, so there we go. Guess what? You can contact us. Ooh, I'm changing it up. Oh, Jeff came back from the well. <laughs> oh, Tuka. It, did she go to sleep at this time? She's like, why am I awake? Okay. Yeah, she goes to sleep whenever she damn well pleases. <laughs> damn it. Cats. Uh, okay, so uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, which you're probably already doing, uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, other apps probably. You can contact us on Twitter at Barely and Topic, on Facebook, Barely and Topic uh, Podcast. And uh, let's see, you can find us at our individual uh, Twitter accounts. I'm at VA from RI. Jeff is at Dr. Hand Grenade with an AID. And Tim is changed... uh, Tim A. Richardson now. You changed it. I did. I noticed that. Wow. Oh, crazy. Wow. I uh, wanted no. I wanted to get the. I just wanted something without numbers. And that was the only thing that I could have without numbers that had my name. Okay. Some of us don't want numbers, and some of us do. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, does that cover it all? It's been a while since I've done it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, Tim, take us up. Word.